Welcome to Cloud9's Medi Mindful Moment podcast series. Hi, I'm Judith Dreyer, your producer and co-host along with... I'm Jeff Nelder, Chief Mindfulness and Marketing Officer for Cloud9 Online. And I'm Henry Edinger, Chief Operating Officer for Cloud9 Online. I would like to introduce you to our guest today. We are so delighted to have Bradford Tilden with us. Hi, Bradford. Um, I'd like to tell you that he has a master's degree in music composition. He's an accomplished classical pianist, and he studied sound healing at the Globe Institute of Sound and Consciousness in San Francisco. And he happens to be one of the pioneering teachers in the United States of a new healing and gemstone healing modality called universal white time healing. So he has many gifts and talents in music, crystal, gemstone, and energy healing that have matured into a successful career in natural frequency therapies with a global reach. Bradford, before we go into our mindful moment, could you tell our listeners something about you and your work? Sure. Uh, First of all, thank you very much for for having me on here. Uh, It's always a pleasure. And any time I get to share a little bit of what I do is always, I'm always honored to be able to do that. Uh, I I work a lot in, in raising consciousness and expanding people's awareness and empowerment. I love empowering individuals uh, to uh, really embrace their full potential and to trust their intuition or develop their intuition uh, to, to follow the path that they, they've, they're best suited for, which is the one that gives them the most joy and the most fulfillment. Uh, I do this in my private practice and also the, the classes and certification classes that I, that I teach. And I'm always, I always love to inspire people. Uh, but whenever I give the opportunity, I like to teach people and I love seeing that flash of awakening in their eyes. And it's just a very wonderful world that I'm envisioning for all of us. And uh, I work a lot with uh, raising the consciousness as a whole of humanity along with Mother Earth. So big, big scale and then individual personal scale. That's lovely. Well, we all know, Bradford, that we're in the midst of unprecedented and challenging times. So the question is, how can we be present within this uncertainty with constant interruptions and the flow of massive external information? We know that mindfulness practices provide a refuge from those daily distractions that are fueled by the COVID-19 social unrest, fires in California. You know, we have so much going on right now. We know that every person has the ability to become mindful in the current moment. And all it takes is the ability to focus on our breath, to be gentle with ourselves and to use awareness to examine and accept. So mindfulness practices such as meditation grow our ability to acquire that inner critic and allow us to be present in the now, by creating a space wherever we are of kindness and peace. So our focus and sharing here at Cloud9's Medi Mindful Moment is about mindfulness in daily life. That's right, Judith. And our show is dedicated to helping not only our audience, but also all of us recording this podcast to share more mindful moments together. And so at this point in our podcast, we create a mindful moment with our guest, and we're just delighted today to have Bradford lead us in our mindful moment. Bradford. Thank you. Yeah, so I'm just going to walk us through a really, really brief, simple uh, guided visualization of using the breath. And the idea is to connect with our divine essence within in this moment in our body, in this space. 
And I, I use this often when I, I get a little overwhelmed, I get ahead of myself. I think I've got too much stuff to do and things start piling up in my mind and the external uh, is, it's difficult for me to focus. So what I do is I just sit down and I invite you all to do the same, just to close your eyes and put your hands on your lap, palms face up, just relax your back and have your eyes closed. And before we really begin anything, just focus on your breath as you're breathing right now. Don't make any adjustments, just focus on your breath going in and out. And then notice it, is it shallow? Are you actually already breathing with your diaphragm? Do you know that you can breathe deeper and more calmly, perhaps feeling any tightness in your chest as you simply breathe without adjusting it? Sitting with your breath for just a few moments, become aware of the energy around you, outside of your body. It's a reflection of your internal reality. And then you wanna take a nice deep inhale, a cleansing breath with the intention of drawing up and out any tension, stress, anxiety, anticipation, anything that's not in the present moment that does not serve you. Draw that up with your inhale, gathering it up in the center of your chest, and then you exhale it out, preferably with an audible sigh. And make sure you blow the rest of that air out allowing that stress, that used energy that no longer serves you to be transmuted. And again, take another cleansing breath. This time a little bit deeper, dig deep into your diaphragm, expand it down in your chest, your ribs raised up, gathering that tension and releasing it. And one more conscious cleansing breath. Pulling up deeper layers of that tightness and relaxing it. And now focus on the energy around you one more time. See if it's changed. And now draw down a pure white light from the universe in through your crown chakra, down into your heart center. You can draw it down with your breath or simply let it flow down. And let it rest there in your heart, perhaps forming a, a white sphere of light in your heart center. And then focus on your root chakra and send down a column of light into the earth. It's very important to ground. And send this light all the way down into the core of the earth and ask Mother Earth's permission to anchor there, to ground in her with her energy. She is conscious. She's a conscious being, the greatest conscious being. And thank her for allowing you to exist on her surface and ask her to draw, to send up golden light through the grounding cord into your root chakra. This is grounding, strengthening energy and let this gold light rise up to meet the white light in your heart. And breathe. And you can simply stay in this state for a few moments, becoming aware of your body and the relationship with the energy outside. You might feel more strength, a bit more energized, recharged, focused, certainly in the present moment.
you can stay only a few minutes. It just takes two, three minutes to ground and center in this way, connecting with your divine essence and grounding with earth. And when you're ready, you can open your eyes and be fully present. So how do you feel? Thank you. It's a nice, oh, you're welcome. It's a nice way to just discharge all that excess energy that you and your mind or you pick up from the environment that just starts to accumulate throughout the day and you just let it go and reconnect just like that. I, I felt um, very relaxed just after the breath work. I just, for our uh, audience, what he described is just taking in deep breath and making sure you exhale it all the way. What, what, what people are finding in this environment right now is their breath becomes more and more shallow and you never really take, get that bad air out. And it's such a cleansing thing to do. And what did it take about 80 seconds maybe to do three, three breaths like that. Um, It's just really special. And then your point about grounding is, you know, I think if people could just understand you can hear bad things on the news or get bad news from something and simply walk out and touch a tree or walk outside with your bare feet and everything changes. And, and Bradford, you, you, you've been consistent with so many of our other guests where they talk about grounding or working with the working in the ground, to plant or, or even what happens in music. And so you're, 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 you're encasing many of the things that we, our audience has already heard. And so I, I first want to say thank you because Bradford's a teacher of mine. Um, I've, I've gotten a crystal bowl and he's, he's a fantastic teacher. He's very thoughtful, um, very precise. He tells you what you need to do and then gives you a lot of opportunity to do it in front of him and, and really learn the nuances of, of, of the crystal bowl. And so I just first want to say thank you. And if anybody wants to learn about crystal bowl, I'm sure they can look you up and we'll give that information at the end of the podcast, because you're just, you're so gifted at that. It it makes me think though, you know, Bradford, you're, you're gifted at so many different things. Um, I have a two part question, but the first part of it is what's your favorite modality to either help people heal or, or you suggest to people, someone comes to you and says, "I, I need some help with something. What's your favorite modality? Um, I believe I'm very, I'm, I think my favorite modality uh, that, that it's fun to play with is crystal healing. The, uh, the crystals are conscious beings. There's so much information in them. And I, I, I literally, I've got five or six on my desk right now, not to mention everywhere in my, in my office, but crystal healing is a lot of potential, a lot of potential for, um, charging, raising your vibration, loosening up, clearing negative energy really expanding your, your consciousness and not just, I'm really understanding that it's more than just the 3d, you know, meditation takes you out of the 3d and crystals are really multidimensional beings. And when you feel their energy, that's taking you out of the 3d. And I think that's where we're all headed. You know, mindfulness and being in the present moment ironically takes you out of the 3d because you become so much more aware of everything else beyond the physical. Um, but what I really love doing myself is, is my voice, toning with my voice, which I, I do offer it as a modality in terms of coaching people, but I've always explored my voice and it's by far the most effective way 
for me to clear energy and to ground and, and to go very deep and expand my body awareness and discernment uh, between other people's energies and, and really how to express emotions in a healthy way. That's a toss-up. I mean, it's just two different approaches. Crystal healing is more passive. You can put stones on you and let them work. Really engaging with your own power of your own voice is ultimately profound, the most profound transformation that I've been able to self-create or self-induce. And I know everyone has this power, just like everyone has the power to meditate, to tap into mindfulness, use your voice as a tool for your own awakening. And, and, and I just would have to say, just from person, personal use, um, as Bradford was teaching me the bowl, one of his exercises as he's teaching you is to tone your voice with the bowl. And it's very powerful. Once you get it, it takes a couple of times for someone who doesn't sing except in the shower. And I'm pretty damn awesome in the shower, but, but no one else gets to hear it. Once, once, once uh, Bradford showed me it, it, it felt like uh, an explosion of energy. So I think sometimes people think in terms of multiplicative, it was very much exponential. Like I just felt this energy going out and the energy tuning with the bowl. So I would, again, I'd recommend people just trying the bowl and trying that energy and, and learning a little bit from Bradford. So that's one thing. So, so the, the other thing, Bradford, that I, I think is just um, pretty remarkable. Um, you, are so smart about music and sound and the technical piece of it. And for our audience, um, I, I didn't quite understand it all until, and I certainly don't understand it, but I, I didn't understand the depth of Bradford's um, knowledge until we had him get together with actually another podcast guest, Javier Cologne. And Bradford and Javier going back and forth Hertz and what it means and what keys and different powers of different um, vibration. It was so enlightening and also so um, I felt like so like this desire to explore more. So it was, it was really cool. I just want to share that with you. Um, so, so with all that, that, you know, with your knowledge and, and your musical knowledge, can you tell folks about the healing with sound or how you think about, healing with sound and it can be specific to one person or specific to uh, or it can be general to um, big groups how do you think about that because i think your perception of that would be really great for our audience to hear sure sound is it is a very important uh force or energy expression uh, in the three dimensions it it can both create and destroy and i think that's why it's so powerful and when you think destroy, we're talking not like devastation, but it could be used for that. But destroy, for example, cancer cells, um, you know, destroy emotional blockages that you have that are held in the body. Uh, and the, the, the really, there's a lot of principles uh, of sound that involve wave dynamics. And one of the simple things is I, I love the ocean. And I always look, watch the waves and their interactions. That's really how sound interacts in in the physical world whereas you know when you get together with someone that has a similar vibration we have this in our vernacular language you know i really resonate with that person what really happens is uh the the energies are amplified because there's such similar uh waveforms uh, which like sound wave travels through 
and different frequencies or tones, and this is where the hertz come in, hertz are cycles per second. Uh, so low bass tones that we can all feel in our abdomen, especially we go into a club or something, they have a very long, uh, little measurable wavelength. Uh, some of them are like meters long, the low, like 20 hertz or something. And then the very high ones, uh, like in our audible range, like 20,000, which are like very high squeaky sounds. Well, what happens is the, the range of vibrations, every, every physical thing has a vibration. The organs in the body have vibrations that, you know, there's like different, there's rates of vibration and different frequencies align with those and affect them either positively or negatively. Like to, to have a, a, a clashing vibration can help break apart kidney stones you know, and, or, or a vibration that can open the heart chakra, you know, everything, we don't have the science to, to sort of measure all of the precise frequencies, but we do have our intuition and our body awareness. And, and it comes out like that, getting a little ahead of myself. The sound is so, it's so, it's just everywhere, you know, just cause you can't hear it doesn't mean it's not producing a sort of vibration or a frequency. And when you find the right frequency, you can work with it therapeutically. And you know, music, of course, soothes the savage beast. And music really helps to um, unlock emotions and brings back memories. Music is a very powerful tool to help people become mindful or to, to move on from difficult times or to release emotions. I'm remembering uh, something right now. It just, it just flew away, so I don't know what that was. Um, <laughs> so it was a little thought, but it didn't quite come in. Goodbye. Um, yeah. So, oh, yeah, an entrainment, um, a principle of entrainment. And when we first started the mindfulness, uh, we were not really entrained to the vibration of, of peace and calm. It was all this chaos energy, so to speak. Entrainment is where uh, your body's processes uh, adapt to a particular dominant rhythm. That's how you can uh, regulate, you can slow down the heart rate, uh, you can slow down the, the breath rate, the respiratory rate, and even the brain states, and the, you know, the brain waves by the, con the principles of entrainment. And that's for temp certain tempos. When you sit some set something at 60 beats per second, like a metronome, the most meditation music is set at 60 cycles or beats per second because that corresponds in the resting heart rate. So if you want to slow someone down into a more meditative state, have a, a rhythmic uh, tempo that's a, a little under 60. Most dance music is 120 plus because they want to get your heart rate up. Like maybe 140 is a pretty hectic uh, rate that they usually, they usually speed up the DJ sessions to a faster rate halfway through the sessions because it literally makes the body respond that's what power, music has that power and sound as well. Bradford, uh, are, are, you, are you familiar in, in a physics uh, sense with the concept of, you know, light as both a, a wave and a particle, right? You know, that, the, the, and, and then there's this extension of uh, kind of the uncertainty principle where uh, I think there's an exercise called Schrodinger's cat where 
uh, you know, you have a cat in a box and you're not sure whether that cat is alive or dead and it's equal chances until you apply attention and collapse those waves of potential into whatever the actuality is. Um, you know, when you were talking about sound waves and the interaction with, with reality, you know, with 3D, right? Um, uh, you know, I mean, what are, what are your thoughts on how maybe music or sound-based vibrations, rhythmic vibrations that have the potential for entrainment could interact with waves of potential? Is there any, is there any thought on that that you have? I'm really interested in it. Yes, plenty. <laughs> I'd love to hear about it. So, you know, it's what, that's a really nice uh, reference, the Schrodinger's, Schrodinger's cat. I'm, I'm working on right now the language of um, uh, reality being understood as a, a quantum hologram, a, a quantum holographic model where the, the attention, the conscious, the focus of consciousness is what actually creates the reality. And when you think of sound, there's an entire science uh, called the somatics, which is the study of sound, the influence of sound on matter. And uh, it's found that like pure sound waves and not even pure sound waves, but sound waves, um, they have the power to just shape and structure matter into geometric shapes. Um, I've got, I've got the, the scientist who pioneered this, Hans Jenny, who's uh, German. You can look up somatics on YouTube. They've got some really crazy examples of, uh, especially in um, on plates of uh, glass plates with sand or water, how, how sound actually structures and organizes matter geometrically. And light, which I, uh, I, I believe is also consciousness, it, it likes to travel geometrically and, 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 and fill up geometric containers. So what I understand is that there is less chaos when sound is applied, especially intentional sound. And, and that's why like toning with the bowls is so effective because it pulls everything into that fundamental tone and, and organizes everything like that. And the, the idea for potential is, is you, can, you have a more active role in shaping your, your reality um, based on using sound and, and thoughts or vibrations as well. It's, you know, affirmations, thinking positive, the power of visualization, it, 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 it really creates, it really creates in the, in the etheric, which then ultimately returns to you in the physical. So, um, yeah. Does that answer your question? It, well, yeah, and, and I mean, I'm really, I mean, Hans Ginny, is it J-I-N-N-Y, or what, what would we look up if we wanted to look up that type of a thinking? Uh, yeah, Jenny, J-E-N-N-Y. So this is how much of a dork I am. I go buy these hardcover books on these remote scientific concepts. But see, there's a... And, and for our listeners, it's it's not somatics, which many people are familiar with. That's, oh, no, it's C-Y-M-A-T-I-C-S. And um, these are just some images. You know, and it's not just it's not just water. It's it's um, it's fluid. Oh, well, it's uh, well, it's just crazy. I mean, it's amazing what this stuff does. <laughs> You can get really deep into some of this stuff. And, and for those of us who are listening, Bradford has a, has a beautiful book called Cymatics, which has these uh, patterns in, I guess, measured sound patterns. Oh, my gosh.
Yeah, this is this is sound. This is sound creating this pattern. Yeah. I'd love to dive into this, but but I have another question for you, Bradford, that that because we, we can't off the people who are listening won't be able to to see this. So for their benefit, I want to ask your opinion on one other thing. Um the power of our voice to bring us into the present, out of the 3D and into the present. Can you talk about how that works and the and the potential of it? I'm really interested in it. Yeah. When you when you're able to produce a sound that comes from your core that is not restricted by your own limiting beliefs or thoughts or fears or judgments that either from yourself or from others, there's a certain quality of resonance that you literally feel in your body and you vibrate. And when you, it's just sort of this grace that, that there's no effort. It's just, and it's not even like you're breathing. It's like you're engaging in some, some creative force to, to structure the air into the sound wave and again shaping matter you know with the sound and and it's it you can get it, it's very otherworldly it's a meditation in its own right is the meditation on your own sound and the, the trick is and what, what the reason that it's effective is it bypasses your rational mind because you can't be thinking about it you just have to do it and one of the things that i'm able to do when i work with people as um you know as i work with them i actually can see when they're stuck in their thoughts and they're in their head and they're not just experiencing the sound. And for someone who's receiving this sound, it can also be extremely powerful because the quality of the sound is just one of pure essence of, of life force in a sense. And it goes and it, and it helps to clear out the, the other people that, that are uh, being you know, exposed to the sound. Uh, it's like not tainted. And my goal as I'm constantly shaping and fine tuning my instrument to become a pure vessel of, of divine essence. Uh, you know, I believe that when you're enlightened, you're able to maintain that, that state of centered connectedness, groundedness, like at all times, but as humans, we like oscillate and we're looking for tools to bring us back into that state and to maybe stay in that state a little bit longer or to have our fundamental vibration within ourselves rise up a notch and be just that little bit higher and stronger. And that's really this whole process of, of becoming. And that's where the, the healing and the, and the consciousness and the mindfulness work come into play because they, it's like a muscle strengthening in a sense, you know, it's like this, my, my gym is my vocal yoga. <laughs> and, uh, but it really does. It, it's fascinating. So many people don't know what the, the, their own voice feels like. You know, they might know what it sounds like, but to actually pay attention to what it feels like inside of you and be able to direct it to, to, to you know, heal and move blockages is it's very, it's the act, very it's a powerful act of, of empowerment. It is. And that's such a beautiful explanation. Bradford, before we do our, our closing with all the contact information, um, could you give us a little summary of maybe three tips based on all that you shared that would be really practical for our listeners? The breath is the, the gateway into your higher consciousness. Uh, really, my, my advice is to stop and just breathe. And, you know, I'm sure everyone who comes on this show says that, but not just to breathe, but to engage with your breath actively, to, to really, as Henry said, flush out that extra 
air that gets stuck in your lungs because I believe that's the physical representation of attachments. Mm -hmm. So if you get attached or worried, just flush it all out and be in that moment. And as we did earlier, it just takes a few moments to do that. Another thing is to, is to just acknowledge within yourself that you are a being of love and light, that your intentions are pure and loving in all that you do. And, and just really, really sit. And once you get to that mindfulness moment, just say, I am a being of love and light. And, and know that you're here now and everything, all that noise, all that noise out there, the best thing that you can do to help with all that noise is to stay positive and have a strong vibration and share that positivity to, to positivity with other people, with your family, coworkers, whatever, maintain a positive vibration, which entails don't criticize things. Don't exacerbate things. You know, if you talk about the fires, use language that's constructive, that's supportive, that's empowering the language of what you want to see, not language of the, the damage because all energy is power and consciousness. Mm -hmm. And whatever you put your attention to is receiving energy, but that energy can be positive or it can be negative. And just to be more aware and discipline yourself to focus on the positive Thank you. Those are very practical tips. And besides the exercise that you shared with us and your knowledge about sound, our listeners have a lot to sit with and hopefully they will practice their breath right now, you know, whilst they're listening to us to get into that space again of relieving, releasing whatever so that they can be that pure person of light. We'll say that a pure person of light radiating in their day. So Thank you, Bradford. That was really, really helpful. Um, before we go, can you give us your contact information? Yes. Uh, my website is crystalmusichealing.com. And that's also my Facebook business page, which is more current right now with my events and offerings. And my email address is bradford at crystalmusichealing.com. And I'm comfortable uh, I talk on the phone, you know, I'm from that generation. So my phone number is 860-830-5841. I'm located in Cheshire, Connecticut, but most of my uh, work right now is remote for distance sessions and things like that. And it's been a pleasure. Of course, it uh, hasn't been officially mentioned, but I am the, the resident composer of all the music for Cloud9, uh, most of the meditation music, which is a great honor. So it's really nice to appear in this capacity with fellow faces and manifestors and co-creators. Just to, just to give the audience a little more context, Bradford creates new music for almost all of the meditations. So it's really special and we're so happy to have him on the team. We think the combination of our unique medical grade meditations and his unique compositions makes us stand out in the marketplace dramatically not no one's even close to us so uh we're very appreciative of bradford's contributions for sure he's we, he thinks we think he makes us 
completely differentiated from the um, alternatives in that space. I, I wanted to add one more thing, and if and I know Judith, we're over time. I, I, I apologize. Just just quickly, Bradford, your three go-to stones for people that don't know anything about crystals. What what do you suggest? Because you know, Bradford gave me my first carnelian um, and my first black obsidian because I wanted to have something in my my daughter's car. The black obsidian was for my daughter's car, so that she was just starting to drive, and I wanted to make sure she was safe. So, just you know, three three go tos for general that you tell people. Sure, I I have one here. Amethyst is very important. It's the universal universal healing healer stone. It actually is a stone that really helped me to open up my third eye chakra and my psychic abilities. Carnelians, again, they're a maroon orange color. They clear negative or other people's energy out of your aura. Excellent for empaths. Excellent. And uh, the other stone is actually citrine, which might not be so common, but it's orange colored. Um, and that's actually going to be or is becoming the new uh, stone of the heart chakra as uh, the energies that you know, are increasing. Citrine is going to be more in alignment with the new qualities of the heart. And I actually have a piece of natural citrine here um, just to show you. So but, and rose quartz, but citrine, citrine helps a lot, especially in this time when there's all this heavy energy. Um, citrine will give you the strength to to be to remain strong in all this this dense energy so i i want to apologize as well judith because judith helps us make this podcast bite sizable by keeping time but i have to ask bradford uh why why is citrine uh the new crystal for the heart as opposed to rose quartz excellent question real quickly our chakra systems are evolving. It's, 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 it's logical when you actually think about it, that if the earth's core frequency is rising, everything's going to go with it. Uh, the chakras really quickly above and below our body are actually coming into our body. And what used to have be the vibration of the old heart chakra is actually going lower into our chakra system while higher qualities um, are coming down in and inhabiting the new heart chakra. So vibrationally, it's more of a compassion vibration than than the the human love it's more of an expanded love vibration and citrine has a similar vibration to the higher octave of the love expression beautiful great job how could i object to this (laughs) no it's just a beautiful explanation and again i know you're going to touch our listeners with all aspects of what you shared today So Bradford, um, I just want to let our our guests know that Cloud9's MediMindful podcast is available on our website, which is c9ohealth.com, and you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram. But also, the uh, MediMind guided application is available on all listening devices. And for those of you who um, really appreciate what Bradford is doing and the, and the music that he's creating, you can you can get a taste of it for free for a limited time right now on our app. And we're delighted to share that all with you. And as always, we appreciate your comments, your questions, and we look forward to hearing from you. So on behalf of Cloud9's MediMind team, this is Judith Dreyer. Jeff Nelder. Henry Edinger. We're all saying thank you again, Bradford Tilden, for being our guest today. Thank you.
And, and for our listeners, please don't forget, well-being, although it's, sometimes it's very difficult, and right now I think people are challenged, but well-being is your natural state as a human being. And all of us at Cloud9 Online, Bradford included, are dedicated to helping you increase the mindful well-being in your life and the lives of all those you love. So please make time for your own well-being and become mindful with breath in and out. It can be as simple as that. Thank you. Bye for now. <laughs>